You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30 minutes or less. We've got... You know, I feel like this week we've got a lot to talk about, but also not a lot to talk about. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I feel like just from like comments we're seeing from people, I think overall it's like this is the time when there's so many so excited and then they're all like mediocre. Like one of them really needs to like rise up soon. Um, I think people are just going to get over it, particularly Beverly Hills. I think it's dragging everybody down. Oh my gosh, for sure. But one that usually drags does not usually drag down, but this episode I think was like, eh, okay, was New York. What are your thoughts about Bethany and the engagement ring? You know, we heard rumors that they were engaged and she never really confirmed or denied. Um, and then we started seeing her wear that massive rock. I mean, that ring is huge. Ginormous. Um, and I mean, I think it's good. I kind of like that she didn't really talk about it and now is because I think it makes it really genuine and shows that it was something that she didn't, she said like she didn't want to make another circus of her life. Um, but they truly were engaged clearly. And she just said, you know, their relationship wasn't perfect. Um, I just, I like how honest and real she's being about it. And she's not trying to spin it really one way or another. I agree. I kind of wonder what the terms of their, I mean, granted it's none of our business, but the terms of their relationship, you know how she said they were like engaged, but kind of not, officially I mean, engaged do I'm you assuming... think it's the drug use yes I was uh, it has to be right yeah which makes it much more more sad in the end I know like that was the one thing that she needed him to get better about and was like the one thing he couldn't do um yeah it's just it's really heartbreaking but um I will say like I was and some people might be like oh so soon I was happy to hear she was considering dating other people again because uh, in a situation like that, um, where, you know, they were always off and on. I mean, a lot of times when they were filming, they really weren't dating. They were just friends, according to Bethany. Um, so obviously she's still grieving and processing this, but I like that she's maybe like thinking about going on a date with somebody and she knows it's probably gonna be horrible and she might start crying, but she's just going to start doing it. Yeah, I agree. I, I really felt like Dorenda summed it up really quite nicely when they had their nice moment at Sonia's party about how strong she is and how she's a warrior and that how she really admires the fact that Bethany continues to kind of just move on with her life. Like she doesn't stop. I mean, granted she's grieving in the process, but she doesn't just kind of stop and sulk. Like she continues to do the things that she needs to do. Um, So I, I do admire her for that because I think that takes a lot of strength, especially when you're a public figure and you're constantly showing face to a lot of people. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, and I, I, I like that she, um, like the things that were important to her before, she's not forgetting about those, like the be strong and handing out the gift cards and going to people at time of need. And we saw her in North Carolina after Hurricane Matthew. Uh, I'm glad that she's still doing those things um, because like she said, I think Dennis would want her to. He was the one who was always kind of pushing her to do these things. So it's nice that she's honoring him by continuing to do it. Exactly. I never thought these words would come out of my mouth, but I think I might buy something by Sonia Morgan. Look at that white dress. I want it for summer. I think it's so cute and like breezy and like something you could just throw on with sandals and look super like, I mean, for lack of better words, like Hampton chic when you're just running around in someone's backyard. She's got really cute clothes. I look at her Instagram page and I'm like, oh my goodness. And I've had a lot of side conversations with friends about this. So maybe we'll do a poll and see if any of you have actually bought anything by yes. Miss Morgan and see if it's actually like decent quality or if it's like Forever 21 that's super marked up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'm sure. Um, I mean, I can't expect that it's going to be like super high quality, but I mean, the price point is such that I would think it has to be at least somewhat nice. Yeah, no, I agree. What do you think about Sonia not being afraid to call Ramona out on stuff? She was sort of doing it with her smirks at the clam bake, but she also, I mean, in her confessional does not hold back when no. she was like, Ramona, you're not worried. You just want to point out that Lou was drunk. I loved it. I actually felt, feel like I'm really, really glad that Sonia is finally, I wouldn't say that she was completely in Ramona's ass because I think last season they didn't, they kind of had their disputes and Sonia started to stand up to her a little more. But I'm just kind of glad that she's calling her out on her nonsense and she's doing it in her Sonia way in, in person. But I mean, Ramona's ridiculous and I don't know. Sometimes it's funny, but she does not, she lacks very, she lacks self-awareness in reading a room. It's I think she also just lacks like normal socialization skills. Like I don't think I could not get along with you. And maybe in the past we've had arguments, but if somebody in your life died, and I saw you out in public shortly after, I would go over, give you a hug and say, I'm sorry for your loss. You know, like Ramona be like, well, I texted her already. I don't want to go over there and say it. That's weird. She's going to snap at me. Like a normal person knows that like by showing condolences and sympathy, typically people don't snap at you. Um, no. It was just, odd. now knowing Ramona, she probably would be like, sorry, Dennis died. Like, it'd be very like weird the way she'd approach her. But I just thought it was odd. It didn't cross her mind. Like, just give someone a hug when they're having a hard time. Just be a decent human and don't yeah. make it about, and just don't make it about you. Like I feel like with Ramona, a lot of things end up being about her. It's always about her abuse. Well, my mom was abused. I was abused as a child. And when you're abused as a child, it's just like, and I, you know, I had a great childhood, so I don't know, but like, I feel like she plays that card for everything. For um, sure. And her comment about Dennis, I was like, Oh my Ramona, you really, really crossed the line. And she didn't even, like, say it and then, like, immediately, like, backpedaled or backtracked. No. Like, it well, was then very, very cold. She says to Sonia, you know, I really want to honor Dennis. We need to stop talking about him. And you see Sonia's face. She's like, I haven't said a word. Like, I think Sonia was still processing what came out of Ramona's mouth about 60 seconds prior. It was, like, I don't want to repeat it because it was just so offensive. It was, it was gross. It was a really gross comment. Sonia, or not Sonia. Ramona has since come out with a little statement on her Instagram apologizing for her words. But, I mean, I get why she's doing that because it's now airing. But I hope she did that privately. Like, I hope that I wasn't it. the first time that Bethany heard about it. But you're probably right. 
I doubt it. And I'm sure it's going to come up on the reunion and I cannot wait to see how she tries to like, you know, deflect this and say it's about something else. Like nice of her to apologize. But at the end of the day, I think like feel really strongly about like when I heard that, I was just like, you're just a a sick human being. If you actually can think that and say it. And so for sure. And take lobsters from a clam bake. With like no shame, right? <laughs> so Kevin was watching it with me, and he doesn't really watch Housewives religiously. And he's like, "Do they just grab like three lobsters? Like one, a clam bake? Like it's okay? Like oh, like grab a to go plate? Like I would take a few things, might take a few clams, and now they probably smell a whole lobster. That I mean, that is ballsy. No, I was loving Bethany's comments on that. I mean, she's like, you know, you take a plate of lasagna, you know, maybe a cookie or two, but not you don't take the lobsters. It was, it was pretty ruthless and especially their time there. Like I I wouldn't say I'm a diehard etiquette person, but I just feel like common sense rules. You just be, you just say thank you for going, but you, I don't think you get to take a plate of food. Even if the hosts insisted that you could, I don't think I would ever do that. No. And also I think it's rude. I get why they were setting the timer to be nice to Dorinda, but I think we would say like, we're not sure how long we're going to be there. It's a clam bake. We're going to eat and then we're going to leave shortly after we eat. Unless you start off by saying, like, hey, we're not going to be able to stay. Like, we can only stay for a little bit, so we might not get to, like, be here for dinner. But I think it was rude to, like, come in, hang out, and be like, all right, we got to go. And then basically say, we set a timer because of Dorinda. Oh, yeah. Awkward. I mean, they should have dined and dashed. Yeah. I'm sure they would have been a little bit criticized for that, but that's better, in my opinion. I agree. I even was like, oh, got to go, like, even right after they ate. Um, But, I, you know a lot is gonna happen this season a lot is still yet to come and the previews look i'm trying to think of a way they say lesbian and make it funny and i can't so it's gonna be <laughs> lesbianic or something i don't yeah. know yeah sonia's makeout it was interesting and i'm interested to see i think this will be the beginning of i wouldn't say the downfall of luann it's not the word i'm looking for but people calling her more out on her shit about her cabaret show and how much she thinks her shit doesn't stink because of it it needs to happen. I'm I'm ready for this and excited for it. Me too. But so now our ladies in Beverly Hills, I mean, we're still talking about this damn dog. I think we're really getting close to it being done. I really do. I really, really hope so. But I don't know. <laughs> Every time I watch, I'm like, okay, maybe it's going to be like two minutes of the show. I feel like it ends up being like the entire show is the dog. At least we didn't start off that way. We start off with Dorit's photo shoot for her Beverly oh. Beach swimsuit line um I don't love her swimsuits but I love the like support and like cheers that Erica gives her as she's modeling oh my it's amazing I like want Erica in my everyday life as I'm dressing for work putting on booties and jeans like the most basic casual work attire and just kind of being my hype man and giving me that confidence she is like I she's really good at that and it's nice to see that side of Erica I agree. I'm really liking what I'm seeing from her. I think she's still being strong. She's still like holding her ground, but she's also showing a side, like why you'd want to have her as a friend. And I'm loving it. I like, think this is a really good season for her so far. I agree. I agree. I really, really wish Camille was on the show full time. You know, there's rumors that they like beg her every year to be a full time and she won't. I think she knows it's like playing the friend of sometimes is the best move because everybody wants more of her. But she didn't necessarily do that great when she was a housewife. No, I know. Everyone hated her. But then they loved her. But now I, like, I just want her back. She, she stirs the pot enough a little bit, but we don't see enough of the aftermath. 
I love that she, I kind of forgot about the, what she said to Taylor, the whole, like, and we don't talk about that. He beats you and that he, you know, hurts you, but now we are. Um, but Lisa was the one who really pushed her to say that. And I remember yeah. the scene where she was like, well, now I've been betrayed and she like walked away and I totally, so this is like, Lisa's done this move numerous times. I mean, the LVP fans are ride or die bitches. Say what you want about LVP. You can like her or not. I do strongly feel that she is manipulative and that there's a, I mean, there's everyone's coming out and saying it. Some are realizing it more now, but I do think she is manipulative and doesn't really own up to her piece in anything. If you were doing like a chart and you had like two things and it was like, you're measuring like how much something was, would you say that LVP is more manipulative or Denise's husband's dick is bigger? (laughs) Oh my God. That's such (laughs) Abby. (laughs) What do you think? I mean, we learned a lot about him. I mean, I I feel like I'm going to say his dick is bigger because it's more interesting. Which is a big statement. Um, A huge statement. Yeah. I, I mean, Denise, I didn't know what to expect. And I feel like we say this over and over, but I love her more and more every episode. And I wonder where she was prior seasons. She is the best thing for Beverly Hills right now. Oh, I agree. She's really lighthearted. She's fun. She, you know, isn't overly Botoxed. She wears her hair in messy buns. Like she is actually really relatable, which I never thought those words would come out of my mouth when I'm talking about Denise Richards. I know. I know. I I love her. There was like some meme about like making fun of that fuzzy, like hooded sweatshirt she was wearing. Yeah. And I like, when I saw her wear that, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've seen that at like Costco. Like I love that. Like she, the way she dresses, it's like, she really is a real housewife. Like, I think everybody has outfits similar to what Denise is wearing in her everyday life. For sure. Um, what are your thoughts about Teddy's confrontation with, uh, or apology to Dorit in that whole scene? It's so, my whole thing has been, like, I thought, like, I did think Teddy, you know, like, I think she had a little bit of guilt because she was just so strongly, like, I have never lied. And it just seemed like, a lot that, you know, like just over, like a little over the top. And like, why would you be that way about something that you weren't involved in? Um, I'll say though, like even prior to her owning up to it, I never thought it was really that bad because the only people that found out from her kind of doing the setup was Kyle. Kyle probably was going to find out anyway from LVP and other people. Um, So I think Teddy owning up to it at this point, like I really think her hands are clean. I don't think what she did was that bad to begin with. And I truly think LVP set her up. I don't think there's anything, um, really any other way to look at it. And even Kyle is saying, well, now, like, LVP story has changed. She didn't know about that Teddy knew, but then she did know. And, of course, she knew. And so Kyle's now even saying that in her confessionals, like, LVP clearly set this up. And she's caught in a lie. Yeah. Well, and even Dorit's response, like, she's like, I'm – hurt it's like hurtful to know that someone was like purposely trying to set you up and um but the fact that she still believes teddy over lvp i think speaks volume regardless if you like dorit as a person or not like i just try to put it in like my everyday life if you were to do something like that to me it's just it's just kind of nutty but i really really hope we're over it yeah i mean i'm ready i'm i'm ready for it to be like a new storyline but i think the new thing coming is lvp leaving I don't know what it's going to be, 
but it's, it's got to be coming soon because we've got to get past this. Everybody's ready for the dog to be over. Bethany's tweeting about it. So Bravo keeps this going. I think it's going to be a huge miss and a huge mistake for the season because I think ratings are probably already dropping. And if this goes two more episodes, I think people are going to start tuning out. Oh, for sure. And I, it kind of annoys me as a loyal Bravo viewer as how much they <laughs> hype the season. Like, I remember the trailer for the season. Oh, my. The most dramatic season ever. And I feel like we've seen three-fourths of it already. Like, in the trailer. Yeah, like, I can't remember any little snippets that we haven't seen. Well, and Kyle, I always go back to this. Kyle said on Watch What Happens Live, it's like two seasons in one. And right when she said that, Andy goes, oh, yeah, you're right. So I'm like, okay, well, where is my second season? Because I'm done with this first part. I'm over it. Yes, we are so over it. But, um, but I would like to see more drunk Kyle doing the splits and like the girls being drunk and hanging out like Renna talking about how hammered she was loved it but I wanted like drunk Renna to really come out I agree I wanted more drunk honestly what I really really wanted from that 50th birthday party was a drunk Camille Grammar dancing how they did when they all went to Vegas do you remember that like a couple it's what we deserve we for putting up with this dog we deserved we deserve a a drunk Camille a remake of them dancing damn it give it to us come on bravo you assholes um (laughs) but um so another show that i was like expecting more out of that didn't totally deliver pump you know i felt like it delivered in the drama at the end i just was really disappointed by it maybe that's it i didn't like the drama i got it was not what it's not the side of lala i wanted to see but that was at the end so before we dive into that um it kind of continues from last week and we see james finding out he's not going to mexico and then um quickly like he's outside mad and i was glad to see him calm down and realize that sandoval actually was and has been on his side and it was really nice of lisa to step in for him no i agree i mean i feel like say what you want about james and you and i've talked about it and maybe i don't know if it's because we're moms or what that we're a little soft a little soft spot for him, but he's clearly kind of like broken. He doesn't have the best example of parents. I'm sure he wasn't told no very often because it was probably easier to give him what he wanted than to not. So I, I just, it just sucks. I feel bad for him. I, I'm glad that he has people like Lisa and Tom looking or yeah, Tom looking out for him and kind of speaking on his behalf to others. He definitely needs to kind of, I know he keeps saying like, I feel like anyone who says I'm going to therapy, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Like if you have to repeat those words, the work is not done. Like you yeah. have to show with your actions. Like I agree with Lisa when she says that, like you need to show it. Um, but uh, I don't know. It, it, it was shitty. I will say when he though said, I'm not going to go to the Tom Tom opening. Cause I don't want to like whether it's right or wrong and I'm responsible or not. I don't want there to be drama around me. And so he told Lisa for the like success of Tom Tom and out of respect to her, he's not going to go. I think that was like the biggest like sign of growth for James. I agree. I agree. Um, what did you think about Brittany's testing about her alcohol allergy? Maybe alcohol okay. allergy. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm like, we're all allergic to alcohol when we drink the amounts of it that they are. Um, I break out in hives. When I drink too much of it. Really? Did you know that? No. <laughs> I do. It's happened a couple of times. Even with like beer? I don't know. It happened recently where I was 
day drinking and then I was kind of high like my face was like hives like I think I have um, a little alcohol I've tolerance. noticed lately I get like my face gets really red quick. really red anyway yeah <laughs> maybe um, we take this test I know maybe I need I I want to I was like trying to talk to my friend who's a nurse and be like is this even like a legit test for finding out an ulcer because one I don't understand why she had oxygen and then they had her drink something and it was going to show if she was like breathing out like toxins. I don't think that's how you check for an ulcer. I don't know enough about medical stuff to really yeah, have an opinion either way. I mean, I fell for it. A million, <laughs> a million dollars. I'm betting a million dollars that she drinks in Mexico and eats spicy food and her poor little ulcer, I guess, is going to continue. Oh, no. I, I mean, I was watching. I was talking to Kyle while we were watching. He's like, oh, I would totally stop afterwards. Like, I would do the same thing if I were her. Yeah. I would not. Not. I mean, I would either just say, fine, I'm not going to go. Or, I, I mean, why would you go to Mexico, watch everybody basically black out, and you're going to, like, sip some water? Yeah. And you can't even eat the food. What are you no. going to eat? <laughs> nothing. Tortillas with nothing. Maybe a little cheese on it. I don't know. I don't horrible. know. But the last 20 minutes of Pump, I felt like, was the climax of the show so james gets to dj at billy's brunch lisa did kind of give him a pass on that and he's setting up things like are looking great lala's working there's like you know things are setting up for a perfect storm here and raquel is talking to lala's friend which i find a little suspicious for the reason being as loyal as i am to you abby is my friend i don't think i would speak to like someone you don't like like, yeah. Well, I also was like, was the friend like baiting Raquel? Like, I feel like all of a sudden it just clipped to Raquel being like, she plays the dad card that had to come out. Like she had, like someone had to have said, why aren't you getting along with Lala or what's going on with you and Lala? Why exactly. can't you be like, it was just odd that it just clips right there. Exactly. And then, so Lala basically overhears them overhears this conversation and then goes apeshit on Raquel. And I truly thought she was going to poke Raquel's eye out with her nail pointing in her face. It was aggressive. Like, honestly, I've never, I've never been like yelled at like that in my life ever. Um, So I feel like if somebody did, I think I would just start crying, but like the finger poking, it was just, it was a lot. I felt like she was like trying to get almost like a physical reaction out of Raquel. No, it was, it was really, really bad. And I do agree, you know, Billy's like trying to kick them out, diffuse the situation. James is like deciding whether or not he says anything. And he's like trying to take the high road for himself. Um, but ah, I don't know. I, it was just bad. And I'm a big Lala supporter. I liked her when I met her. I like always liked her on the show. I do think she's genuinely a sweet person. And Abby, I mean, you've been recently grieving. Like, what are your thoughts yeah. about that point of view? Um, I would, so I feel like because I've lost my dad recently, well, in a year, so like almost the same as Lala, actually, I feel like I kind of can say this only because I've like been in her spot. Um, I, I never was going off on people like that, but I, and I told you this, Vanessa, I think if you're in such a fragile state and grief is so different for everyone. And I will say like, it is a journey. Some days you think you're great. And then like the most random thing and you can just like lose it and that's fine. So anybody going through grieving, just like, no, like be patient with yourself and whatever you're feeling is fine. However, if you are in such a fragile state that you find yourself just flying off the handle at people, 
screaming at them and saying like horrible words at place of work and like saying it very loudly and you're doing it frequently. Like she was basically like talking about how she's just always like in a state of rage. I think you need to avoid people for a while and you need to avoid public places. The more mature move probably would have been to tell Lisa you need to like take a break from working for a little bit. It would have made the show boring, but the side of Lala just isn't, it isn't, good like I'm not liking it I've loved Lala and I don't think you can use grief as an excuse anymore like it's time you take ownership or you remove yourself from situations where you're behaving this way no I agree I mean I it was it was just straight up nasty and even the comments that she said you know like women supporting women but then she's saying she was above Raquel and even how she went off on James for like sleeping like the whole thing was just strange what she said to James, I thought, was like, oh, like, everything you say you're about, you kind of just contradicted yourself right there. Because you basically was like, the best thing you'll ever be able to say is that you effed Lala. And it's like, I don't know. Like, I just, I didn't like it. And then basically saying I'm not above people, but I'm above all of them. It's like, oh, well. And Brittany's really... sitting there. I was just, I was trying to think of my position. If I, I think if I were Brittany, if I were in those shoes and, like, you had a Lala moment, I think I would probably, like be like okay listen Abby like let's go like you need to go and I'm surprised she just sat there like she did not really do much to diffuse the situation I think she was hoping that maybe like let her just like vent and rage and get it out as like one big like breath and then she'd be okay but if you know Lala you know that's not the case I agree I think I would have said like let's just go somewhere else let's talk about this somewhere else um but yeah I mean she got kicked out and then I, you know, LVP didn't believe James, um, which is kind of sad, but I also think like Tom Stevenson has a really good point. And like, had James done a fourth of that, I mean, basically he's been fired for doing that. Oh, so, exactly. Like I, and so has Jax, honestly. And Kristen, I mean, if we're yeah. going to go there, like Kristen, I mean, she did not get in trouble for any of that, which is kind of like, I it's a little hypocritical for sure. Yeah. We'll so, see what the Mexico trip's like. I can't wait. I think it's going to be a disaster, and I'm really excited. I I hate to say this, but I'm looking forward to seeing the fight between Schwartz and Katie because they never had, like, a great courtship. You know, they fought a lot, um, and they did get better. And I do think, like, I'm glad they're married, but I was kind of waiting for this. I'm like, this doesn't seem real, that everything's just been, like, so great. So yeah. I'm kind of glad that we're going to see – a real marriage because who hasn't fought with their husband about them working too much or vice versa. Your husband disappointed that you're not giving him more time. Um, Exactly. I I think it'll be, it'll be good to see it. I mean, especially being the only married couple on the show, they haven't, I mean, marriage is hard and it takes work and it's not like, what am I trying to say? Daisies and (laughs) butterflies. Is that it? Um, Was it Rosé and what you say? Life. Yeah, life isn't diamonds and It's not always diamonds and rosé. So, yeah, I'm kind of looking. I hate to say looking forward to it, but I agree with you. Is it diamonds and rosé in Atlanta? Oh, my gosh. So, Eva's wedding is bananas. Um, The food is, for for each plate of food for each of her guests, I don't remember the number of guests, it's $1,000 a plate. 
I played less than like a tenth of that. Uh, yeah, and like I'm thinking like Brittany needs to tell Jax that like, at least her wedding's not that when she's talking about her yeah. potato bar. I was like, give her her fucking potato bar. It's yeah, a thousand dollars a person. Exactly, yeah. but no, she was a beautiful bride. I she wore a couple. I didn't. We haven't seen her reception dress, but I did not like her hair with her ceremony dress. It just looked a little too casual. They didn't go together. I liked her second dress much more. Um, their vows were really sweet and it was really emotional. She said, um, she promised us that this is a forever love, not a perfect love. And I thought that was really, really sweet. And like a good way to sum up like love, like it's not always perfect, but it's forever. So I thought that was really, really sweet. Um, there was a lot of drama around Nini, of course. Uh, so Nini was, um, came to the wedding because she, uh, Eva asked her to give a toast and she was contemplating going or not, but she came for Eva. She was a little emotional watching the wedding. As they're exchanging vows, the producers are giving, like, flashbacks to Nene and Greg's, like, vow renewal. And then Aww. she – so she's a little touched there. But evidently, like, prior to the – her going to the wedding, her and Greg were talking about separating. Um, and having – so it's very raw and emotional. Then the women are, like, confronting her about the the whole closet thing. And it was just, like, <laughs> like a kind of a little bit of a disaster. But um, – so, yeah, that's that's really it for Atlanta. <laughs> I'm going to keep it short. Um, but, yeah, the wedding we'll, – we'll share some pictures from Eva's wedding so you all can take a look. It, I saw the pictures. I, looked, I did like um, her reception look. I thought it was really pretty. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm, I didn't think I loved her ceremony dress. No. I, also, I just don't know how I feel about people having a million dresses. Is it really needed? I think it's a little extra. I mean, I don't think it's needed at all. I, I get the one thing I get if you do a reception dress, I've seen people do like pantsuits or like a short dress, like to get, yeah. I get it for comfort. Like to, if you're wearing like a ball gown, I understand it from that regard. If you, I wouldn't do it, but I get it. That makes a little more sense to me, but she's going from like ball gown to ball gown. Yeah, I've also seen people, like, some Catholic churches, you have to have your shoulders covered. And so people have, like, lace overlays that they have for the church, and then they, like, take it off, and they have, like, a sweetheart, like, strapless. So that I get. But, yeah, and, like, I do, like, the pantsuit thing as well. I think it's cute. But, yeah, like, multiple ball gowns, it just seems a little. Well, ooh, but if you're spending ooh, a thousand. little much. $1,000 a person. I know. Maybe. Got to keep it up. Exactly. Um, so this brings us to the end of our show. So our shout out for this week is Miss uh, <laughs> Sonia Morgan. We are loving Miss Sonia for calling Ramona's ass out. Uh, we're loving her clothes. I mean, I feel by the end of yeah. this year, we're going to end up with a Sonia by Sonia Morgan dress. I know. I'm a little embarrassed. I also, I mean, loving the wig, not necessarily loving the extensions in the Hamptons, but that wig. She was, like, channeling, like, when they said a Tom Ford at, she just looked very, like, couture with that look. Oh, my God. So great. That paper magazine shoot was amazing. I remember when it came out, I was, like, really shocked, like, impressed. Like, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty good. Um, but she's awesome. We always get good laughs from Sonia. She's, a, she's just really, really fun. So that's our shout-out for this week. But that concludes our show. So if you like listening to us, please, please, please subscribe give us a five-star rating and if you haven't already please leave us a review we love reading your reviews they make our day and we'll share them to our instagram account at real moms of bravo um so we will catch you all next week 
you will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are BODY. Start your free trial at BODY.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.